Today we continue our series of thinking about feelings. Uh, we talked about happiness last week and the joy of happiness in our soul and the fulfillment of the joy of Christ being in our lives. And as we battle these pandemic days, joy is certainly needed. But today we're looking at sadness. Uh, Jesus comes to us in chapter 14 after a pretty heavy chapter 13 in the Gospel of John. He washed the disciples' feet, and that was discomforting and uncomfortable for them. He then talks about his coming betrayal and about Peter's denial. And as we enter into chapter 14, Jesus senses that there is a melancholy in the room, a sadness, perhaps a sadness to the bone that the disciples are feeling. And so he gives those wonderful words to them. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't worry about all this. You believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to a better place to prepare it for you. In my father's house, there are many rooms. So rejoice because I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back for you. If it were not so, I would not have told you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Easier said than done, Jesus. There's much to be sad about in our world today. The political situation in which we find ourselves is sad to me. The racial injustices that we've lived through for decades, that's sad to me. The economic disparity, the unfair privilege, that's sad to me. And we find ourselves in a place of sadness, and if we're not careful, even depression, letting that sadness sink even deep into our soul. Sadness is not an emotion to fiddle around with. It is not an emotion to discount lightly because sadness can lead to debilitating, even self-destructive actions. And so we want to be careful about how we deal with our sadness. We lose people who are close to us through death, and we're sad by that. We see our jobs being put on furlough or even done away with. That makes us sad. We try to maintain a certain level of living with less income for our family. That causes us great sadness. Sadness is all around us these days. But Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't, don't dwell on the sadness. Feel the sadness and then discard it. Don't keep coming back to the sadness, but instead rejoice. Easier said than done, Jesus. These are, these are weary days. 
weary to our bones. Our souls are yearning and groaning. And the sadness, the sadness settles over us like a film that we can't wash off no matter how hard we try. This week I've been talking to several colleagues and all of them say a similar thing. Something is just not right in me. I, I don't feel bad. I just know that something is off with my soul. It's sadness. It's a sadness that many of us can't even name. But Jesus says to us, let not your heart be troubled. And to pull from last week, let my joy be in you and fulfill you. Easier said than done, Jesus. We turn on the six o'clock news and we see every despairing action that has happened in the last news cycle. We see trauma around the world. We hear the groaning of creation. We see every bad thing that's happened in the last 24 hours. The only remedy for that is to turn off the TV. And yet even that causes us sadness because then we're not in the know. Let not your hearts be troubled, Jesus says to us. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. In the Jewish home, there was one room, and everything took place in the confines of that one room. In that corner may have been a bedroom for the kids or beds for the kids, and in that corner may have been beds for the parents and over here was probably the kitchen, though most of the cooking would have been done outside. And over here was a place where the family gathered. But privacy, there was no privacy for a husband and wife to be intimate with each other. Often they had to go up on the roof of their home and hope for privacy. But Jesus comes saying, don't let your heart be troubled. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. There's all kind of privacy. There's all kind of places for you to work through the emotions that you carry. Don't let your heart worry. Folks, we can worry ourselves to death. You know that's true. You and I both know people who have carried a level of worry that has driven them to self-destruction. Thanks be to God for medicine and medical experts who can help us work through some of our depression. Thanks be to God that we don't have to stay in a state of depression or sadness that we can live our lives in relationship to others in such a way that we can figure out how to live life in the midst of a pandemic rather than fearing dying during a pandemic.
God is bigger than COVID-19. Let not your heart be troubled. God is bigger than this virus. Let not your heart be troubled. God is bigger than the social challenges of our day. Let not your heart be troubled. God is bigger than any government in this world. Let not your heart be troubled. God is bigger than all of this. So what do we do when we are sad? First thing we do is acknowledge our sadness. Today I'm feeling sad. And as we acknowledge our sadness, we live with it for a moment. Not for a day, not for a year. We live with it for a moment. Okay, sadness, you win. For the next moment, I'm going to be sad. But we don't stay bogged down in it. The third thing we do is we call somebody and we talk with them. And we share, perhaps, I'm feeling sad. Or perhaps we just share our love with someone else. We share our heart with someone else. And the fourth thing we do, we acknowledge that God is bigger than our sadness. Let not your heart be troubled. Easier said than done, Jesus. But yesterday, I had a pretty blue day. And so what did I do? I called people. I called some of you to say I'm thinking of you. Just wanted you to know that. I called some to say I know you're having a sad day. And I just wanted you to know you're not alone. I called a couple of other friends that I know are struggling to say I just wanted you to know that I'm with you in your struggle. You see, when I'm sad, the best remedy for my sadness is to give myself to others. And when I give myself to others, guess what happens? The joy of Christ comes into my heart. The joy of Christ comes in that I might feel the joy of life and that my joy might be fulfilling. Now, don't think that if I call you this week, I'm sad. I might be, but that's probably not my motivation for calling you. But then there are days when the best way out of myself is to give the best of myself away. Let not your heart be troubled. Sadness is real. Live in it for a moment. Acknowledge the sadness. Call someone, visit someone, and give yourself away. And most importantly, acknowledge that God is bigger. God is bigger than any worry or woe or pandemic or injustice. God is bigger. So hear the words of Jesus. It's okay to worry. But don't worry yourselves to death. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. 
I'm going to prepare a place for you. And it's a great place. And so you have that to look forward to. And if I go, I will come again. Our sadness is also not bigger than our faith. Our sadness is also not bigger than our faith. And so, my friends, I would encourage you today, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Jesus the Christ. Bigger than any sadness, bigger than any worry, bigger than anything. And at the end of the day, that gives me hope. And that hope brings me joy. What about you? God, forgive us when we worry ourselves to death. Sadness is just a natural part of life. Forgive us when we make it more. Help us, God, to claim the healing power of your love for us that will help us truly acknowledge that you are our Heavenly Father, the perfect parent of us all, and that you are bigger than anything. And for that we can rejoice. And in our rejoicing, we can truly know that you are our God and Christ is our Lord. We pray thankfully in that this day. Amen.